Hello and welcome to the Pop and Things podcast, a pop culture podcast hosted and produced by Colorado State University students. We are your hosts, Chapman Groskell, Nicole Conklin, and Alec Erickson. I'm still not used to that. I'm order. not used to it at all. <laughs> so yeah, this is our this is our last day before spring break. Uh, we're all looking forward to going to Vegas and Mexico and all the places, but we still got to talk about stuff. Uh, so the first thing is that yesterday or two days ago, we got the announcement of the day for Game of Thrones season seven. Yeah. I believe it's July 17th. Correct. That's yes. What I looked up earlier, um, and I'm really excited. You both watch Game of Thrones, correct? I'm not caught up, but okay. I did watch that like trailer release with Daenerys Targaryen. It looked really cool. Yeah, it did. It was very cool looking. It was a very cool teaser, especially with like how they referenced uh, things that happened in the last mm-hmm. season with uh, fire and stuff. I mean, boy. it was a very interesting way to get me to watch some ice melting for a few <laughs> hours of I didn't, my life. I definitely didn't watch the melt. I just watched the teaser once it actually came out. But uh, it was cool, and it was a cool way of doing it. But, man, the fact that they can hype up, like, just the day that the show's going to come out is, like, so crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's our second, so the second to last season. This one, I think, will be eight episodes. I believe this is eight, and then season eight will be seven, which, which is, is super confusing. But... And, yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, it's one of my favorite series, uh, and HBO has been doing such a good job, and I really, really enjoyed Westworld. Um, and so, really looking forward to this. I guess we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean... Everyone really loved season six. Season six was very good. For being the first season that kind of didn't have a book to guide it. And yeah. so that was like the first season every fan went into blindly. Right. Mm. And so, I mean, I thought that was an incredibly well done season. It was possibly one of my favorites up there with like four and three. Mm-hmm. But um, I would definitely say that they're handling the series really well, kind of leaning towards what's going to happen these last couple of seasons. So... I'm very excited for well, season seven. Well, and this, like, the way they're teasing us, you know, it's like, because a lot of the drama between, like, the houses is kind of doesn't really matter anymore because now we are really being faced with it is winter now mm-hmm. and the White Walkers are coming. And so... Oh, the Great War. The Great War. <laughs> so it's going to be intense. So I guess we'll probably talk a little bit more as we get closer into May, uh, mm-hmm. our last uh, episodes of the season. Um, we also, so Last Jedi, some people who were backers got to see some promotional footage, uh, including a scene that shows uh, the first line of Luke in the film. And I don't think this is really spoilery, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, the, the first line is, who are you? Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because, you know, this this random girl just shows up on his island that he's been hiding on for 20 maybe years with his uh, lightsaber that he lost like 30 plus years ago when he when he lost it when his dad cut off his hand mm-hmm. so i am kind of surprised that it wasn't like like he didn't know who ray was i've been expecting you yeah like something like you know hey ray you know <laughs> something like i don't know turns but- around an armchair with a cat in hand <laughs> i've been waiting <laughs> you're probably wondering why i called you here but I've- this just makes their relationship this puts a you know, they don't know each other. And Ray might know who Luke Skywalker is, but Luke clearly does not know well, who Ray is. Well, it's possible so. that he knows who she is, but I mean, well, I guess if he's force sensitive, he probably doesn't have to worry about just like relying on faces. You know, I yeah. guess he would probably be like, oh, you, uh, you, I sense the you, whatever. But 
I don't know. It's it's interesting because we still don't know anything about who Rey is, and we we know very very little about the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. other than that mm-hmm. Jedi is plural and that that's Luke's first line. So mm-hmm. it's I'm a very excited. interesting first line too. It is yeah. like it, it was just kind of like so simple, and you're just like, oh, it's, I guess it's you kinda, would ask that. Kind of funny actually. Yeah. yeah. Just who are you? Like why are you excuse here? Excuse me. How did you find that lightsaber? <laughs> like really? Like how did that lightsaber get found? Yeah. Right. It was dropped into the bottom of a massive cooling shaft in Bespin. And then Bespin is a gas planet, so if it like fell out of the shaft, it would have been in a gas planet. Nothing about it like makes sense how uh, someone found it. Maybe somebody's going to go into that. I I don't know. I kind of want it to just be like a mystery. Yeah. Like, they, I'm sure that they'll actually, honestly, wouldn't surprise me if they did some material eventually about like how Maz got a hold of that lightsaber and like mm-hmm. the story of the lightsaber. Because I feel like it'll be something similar to why Kylo had Darth Vader's helmet, where like right. there are certain objects that are mm. more valuable to like force sensitive people, and so like Luke's lightsaber probably had a very strong connection with the Force mm-hmm. because it was Anakin's before, and then. Well, yeah. I'm I'm wondering if uh, Kylo just like went to uh, Endor and just like found like the charred remains mm-hmm. and just like ha, I have Grandpa's helmet now. So Luke's green lightsaber was after the blue one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his green one was in the original Legends canon. He uh, there's a lot more detail about how he created it. He went to a planet and like focused his energy to create a green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was the first time we saw a green lightsaber because mm-hmm. both Anakin's lightsaber and Obi Wan's lightsabers were blue. Um, and there's of course the red lightsaber of uh, Vader and then so there were green with... lightsabers in the new trilogy though yes but mm-hmm. that I mean back in like when Return of the Jedi came and he unveiled his green lightsaber it was like whoa he has a green, green. lightsaber what does that mean third movie yeah. third color crazy <laughs> and so they've and of course they've you know they've explained what the colors actually mean in in both the legends canon and in the actual current mm-hmm. canon but mm-hmm. it's interesting but I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited, excited to Very see some excited. more Kylo. Uh, we also got a teaser video for Deadpool. Deadpool oh, yeah. two, and it was incredible. <laughs> so funny. because it had Deadpool changing in a, uh, a telephone booth, a la Superman, while the Superman music plays, and you just got to see Ryan Reynolds' butt just up against the glass. Mm-hmm. And it had probably what is one of my favorite Stanley cameos, greatest Stanley cameo I think I've ever. seen. I think seen. my favorite is still the one from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man when they're fighting the live and he's just like a janitor like listening to music and cleaning like (laughs) all this stuff's going on but his i also really did like stanley's cameo in doctor strange too that was a very which was his in strange he was on the bus reading a book about perception yes yes. and he's like wow it's just a matter of how you look at things right and then just like that was a good one um but yeah so we know that deadpool 2 it was a very simple teaser um it's pretty confirmed at this point that cable will be a part of it but cable was not in the teaser so that's gonna be very exciting for when we we don't even know who's casted as cable Mm -hmm. we don't know anything but i mean it's it's hard to do deadpool without bringing in cable because like their relationship is a huge part of their story in the comments yeah if they could get like cable going and maybe this movie does really well where we get a deadpool 3 i would love to see a deadpool spidey movie oh hmm. i mean that's really hard to do that's, since that's so hard to do that's but sony slash marvel against fox like <laughs> we'd be years down the road but that would be that. like the greatest like team up oh I it think, would be I, I, I love spidey pool like yeah. it's, i ship spidey. it so hard <laughs> 
don't know, but Deadpool 2 looks extremely funny. That was like the greatest like four minute like teaser I think I've ever seen. And it <laughs> like, was just like so slow. That, it was just yeah. like so. He just gets changed and then get here's the guy get shot and it's just like it's ridiculous. So ridiculous. It I'm was, kind of surprised how quickly they are turning out another Deadpool though. It's, yeah, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if this is, and it's, if it's in going into like production soon-ish, because if we haven't even heard like casting, then it's not even in production. So yeah. it'll, it'll still be I another, imagine they like started immediately after the yeah. first one mm-hmm. uh, it'll it'll be a while yeah. I'm sure. it'll be at least because i mean it won't be i probably if it's 2017 it'll be near the end yeah, i would yeah. say it's definitely like gonna be a holiday release when again, did maybe, the last probably. one come out february of 20 valentine's day right. yeah two, two years ago two years yeah. ago yeah so or a year ago Year ago. last year yeah yeah so just just been just over a year okay um so i mean i'm, I'm really looking forward to that because mm-hmm. i mean i love ryan reynolds and i love what he did with deadpool and it, it it definitely helped usher it in like a darker uh logan apparently which i really need to go see and so apparently good. dc is also because of the success of logan just said that they are gonna try to go along with the r-rated route as well <sighs> i don't care yeah <laughs> like well, i, I, I want to forward to them not appealing to so many audiences you know that is like, that is the problem with the dc films they yeah. really are they're trying to hit a lot of things and it just doesn't work um have you seen logan alec i have not seen logan yet okay <sighs> i, I saw need it, to. uh two nights ago i don't know when i'm gonna see it um go see it it's it is different than what you expect yes. and a lot of people are like i want more action but for me there's plenty of action and I thought it was just like the gravity of it was just it was heavy and it was mm-hmm. good and it was deep. One of my best friends snapchatted me last night. She went to see it with some of her friends and she was like, uh, too violent, too action. You wouldn't recommend unless you like superhero <laughs> movies. I'm like, you and I have very t- different tastes in movies because I, I love superhero movies and I, I'm very excited for a darker because I mean, Old Man, Old Man Logan is probably one of my all time favorite comic well, books. What I love mm-hmm, is so. you see you've seen Wolverine age yeah. and mm-hmm. you see that in him and it's just he Hugh Jack does a phenomenal job in this he really does yeah so and plus i just like to see more of jackman and patrick stewart on camera together because i just love that kind of like yes they, they have a really yeah. good dynamic and, mm-hmm. and i guess um hugh jackman said that if they did like a throwback one he would consider right being wolverine as a, like a cameo you, kind of thing. All, he's also mm-hmm. said that if they ever did if marvel ever actually got the rights back and they did one of the cinematic universe he would be down but, yeah right Moving on from that, Alec, can you tell me about YouTube TV? Because I, I haven't heard much, and I know that you've done a bit of research. Yeah, and so let me ask you guys first. Are either of you kind of cable cutters? Yeah, I, I don't have cable anymore. I watch everything online I don't care about. Yeah, I cable. only pay for, like, Netflix. Yeah, okay. Netflix. So then YouTube Red is kind of the cable cutter YouTube version where they're, like, offering a TV surface – or. Not YouTube Red, YouTube TV, my bad. But YouTube TV is their service of cable, in a sense, to the mass audience, where for which is really good because for $35 a month, you get six logins to this service and you get uh, 34 basic uh, packages, 34 basic like cable channel packages, 14 of which are sports uh, channels, which if you're a really big sports fan, this is a pretty decent deal. Mm-hmm. But you kind you get all the basics. You get ABC, Fox, CBS, NBC. But you also get like CW, uh, Disney, a couple of Disney's, FXX, Sci-Fi. Some of those like lesser brands. They don't have a lot of like channels that 
I watch and get a lot of my shows from. A lot, but they of, have those, some of them. a lot of those channels, I believe, are also through Hulu, though. I know CW's mm-hmm. through Hulu, you can do. Yeah, CW's um, through Hulu. They also have a huge Netflix presence with a lot of right. their original programming. And so it's a really good deal. The main thing with this, though, is that there will be ads. Okay. And so... um. YouTube Red kind of launched last year, and so right. and it's done that's okay. Big. I uh, adopted YouTube Red just because I kind of like paying into the system with that and kind of getting the original content because there are some of my favorite kind of YouTubers out there that I like their YouTube Red content. But so I don't have to worry about ads. But even if I have that subscription and I bought into this, there's the possibility that I'm going to well, still have and ads. like I don't know like YouTube obviously was has been big for you know, the last uh, twelve years, mm-hmm. but it it definitely hit its peak and it's definitely not at its peak anymore. Like I still watch a lot of content on YouTube and there's a couple YouTubers I really really follow. Um, Markiplier is one of my all time favorites. So mm-hmm. I just think he's a good guy. But I mean one of my the biggest ones that you and I both follow is Rooster Teeth, and I I rarely watch their content on YouTube anymore. Mm-hmm. I watch it on their channel because I pay a, for their first subscription mm-hmm. and I I want to support them, but like. YouTube isn't the same platform it used to be. It no. used to be anybody could start and anybody could put stuff on And I it, think but. they know that. So I think that maybe this is their way of kind of branching out to a different direction and teaming up with these TV channels because, you know, it's always changing the industry. And, you know, I know media people know that like our age people, millennials, if you will, are don't want to pay for cable. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. don't have time to sit around and watch TV, but we like it on the go. So I think that this is just kind of their adaptation. And YouTube... TV actually has a really big draw to it right now and that's because the other like competitors for this like not cable cable package kind of thing is Sling and the DirecTV right, Go. Right, DirecTV has its own one. And what's the downside of those is you don't get full DVR control mm. whereas YouTube TV promises you limitless like cloud storage DVR recording and you get full DVR like fast forward pause so is it is it just over the internet or do you still have to get a cable subscription it's still over the internet okay so you don't have to be plugged in you can do it through your YouTube account and if it's in six and so you get six accounts which is mm-hmm. cool so like say you and five of your friends want to pitch in like five dollars each and you all just get these 35 34 mm. channels and it's not that bad of a deal and you all can record whatever shows you want and it'll just be there and you have mm. full access to it whereas like direct tv you can has some storage but you have to like watch it in like a 60 day like grace period before mm. they delete it it's this whole entire like i don't know youtube has evolved and i feel like sometimes they're evolving too slowly for me mm. because yeah. they're like you said they're not the same they were no so it's definitely it's not really a social media platform anymore and it's mm-hmm. it's just not the platform it used to be but it's interesting i don't think i'm going to subscribe to it unless i find a good reason to but it's definitely interesting mm-hmm. nicole you were saying something about a new bond film before this yeah you? so i just read um there they just hired the writers for um what will be called bond 25 and um filming isn't going to start till 2018 and there's nobody committed to the role of james bond yet however daniel craig um and I quote, is keener to playing the role than not. Um, So I think they are leaning. He has one of the best reputations as Bond um, as far as, you know, at least America goes. Mm -hmm. We love him. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I personally love Spectre and Skyfall. He's one of my favorite Bonds. Um, So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, like I said, the same guy, um, Sam Mendes will be directing it. Um, But like it, 
we're not going to be seeing it for a couple of years. Well, and yeah. so Spectre, which I I really I thought it was a very pretty Bond, and I thought it did a really good job of like referencing the old style Bond while keeping the more serious nature that the Craig films have had. It wasn't super deep, and it wasn't anything incredible, but I th- I thought it was fun, and I thought it was a really fun like action spy movie. But it also felt like a very good conclusion for Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess Craig was saying how he didn't want to do James Bond movies for a little uh, for a few years because yeah. it took him from his family for mm-hmm. so long that he was like, I need some time. I yeah, some leading time. up to the release of Spectre, he was very public and had a very love hate relationship with the Bond franchise well, because of the whole entire. Him here's being the biggest issue: is that. I feel like the entire Craig series has just relied way too much on nostalgia because Casino Royale was meant to be a remake of the very first ever Bond film mm-hmm. and it had a lot of references to it being his first mission and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, Quantum of Solace was terrible. Nobody even talks about mm-hmm. it. It was it was an original story, but it was dark and it was depressing and it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. And then Skyfall was so much fun and gorgeous, but it, it was very, very self-referential. You know, he drives mm-hmm. his old car to his old house and like uh, an M dies and like they bring in the new M and they bring in Money Penny and, and they bring in Q and it's all this stuff that happens. And then we finally get a story that is very, very classic Bond with Spectre that feels very Bond, but still tied in with a Craig and they felt very conclusionary. And so I don't, in 25, you know, it's the 25th one. You'd, you'd expect that they really want to make it a big deal. I don't know what they can do with Craig. And right. I, I don't want to see another reboot and I don't want to see another like self-referential, but I also want to see something that feels very classic fun bond. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of his final bonds mm-hmm. and I think it is going to be even more so of a conclusion. Than We've been concluding it since the first one with Craig. Yeah, I think <laughs> what worries me a lot about it being the 25th one is I feel like they're going to try really hard to bring in the other like remaining Bond actors for like cameos, yeah. and I'm, that's the one thing I don't want. I don't want Pierce Brosnan to come in at some scene with a throwaway line, and then Sean Connery comes out Sorry. retiring excuse, of acting. And he's like, excuse me, I want Sean Connery to play Bond in this film. <laughs> that is the only reason I want to go see it. I love Sean Connery, and I love his role in uh, Indiana Jones. And he's how old is Sean Connery? He has to be close to. Look it up for me. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I feel like he has to be close to his 80s. That's that's got to be like I would love. I actually I disagree with you. I would love a Sean Connery See, reference. The, <laughs> I would love Sean Connery to be the villain. Do, I just and Pierce Brosnan it would be great be if Sean Connery oh just came out of retirement because League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Like, why did it have to ruin his career? Why did guess, it have to end? I guess that, that was the one. He is eighty six. Eighty six. Wow. wow, that's insane. And he's Indiana Jones's dad, so yeah. there's that. But, um, I mean. I just don't want a Bond film where they get every Bond actor throw have like throwaway lines and yeah. we're just like okay that was a very great nostalgic thing for everyone who's mm-hmm. ever grown up a Bond fan. I mean nostalgia can be done super well and like it's for the 25th they really have to make it feel like a Bond. I don't know I want a fun one with really dorky gadgets and mm-hmm. like like I don't want it like I love the seriousness and I know that's like what they want to do and it works a lot better but like I don't know I love that's. I think that's why, for me, I'm so much more in love right now with Kingsman: The Secret Service, yes. and that second movie's coming out later this year. Is that later this year? Mm-hmm. And we cool. still not, we've heard nothing about it other than we had the teaser that um, we only have the cast and like the teaser, right? And we know that uh, the I can't remember the character's name, but he's coming back the the mentor character mm-hmm. because what there's the line with the picture of his Colin gla- Firth, Colin Firth, yeah, with a picture of his glasses like the bullet hole that says like uh, allegations of my death have been widely over exaggerated, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited 
excited. I really enjoyed that. That was a very fun spy film. It I was ridiculous. Have you not? No. You one of my favorite It's very films. British farce meets like modern spy action awesome. movie. And it has a great cast it's and it's, it's very so fun. Good. Okay. It's a great like It's a, it's spy a very movie, br- yeah. it's very like um, it's a very modern urban British spy movie mm-hmm. and it's it's very very good. And um that cast was pretty small but with like the sequel we have uh Jeff Bridges, Halle Berry, Channing Tatum, Julianne Moore. They're all coming on to the sequel and so I mean mm-hmm. that is going to be a great thing to see for that franchise as well. And yeah. I mean I would love to see a resurgence of more spy movies in the vein of James yes. Bond with the 007 yeah. series, but yeah. I feel like that's going to be a while before we see a lot and more. Speaking of really good casts, uh, we got some photos finally from Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and have you seen the photos, Nicole? I haven't. Oh, man, you need to look them up after this. So it's there. It, you, we see some scenes of Thor who has buzzed short hair and kind of a shorter beard. Okay. Uh, also, I did see that. He also doesn't have Mjolnir, uh, which is interesting. Yep. Um, we finally see him and um, Hulk like seeing each other and talking and... Uh, it looks great, and we get to see um, um, who's playing um, Hella and as well as uh, Kate uh, Blanchett. Kate uh, Blanchett is playing. Is she playing Hella? Yeah, playing she's Hela. playing Hella. And then who's playing Valkyrie? Uh, Valkyrie is uh, Tessa, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. Right, yeah. and they both look great, and they look interesting. And then we also have um, classic Jeff Goldblum playing yep. the Grand Master. Uh, stupid, sexy Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> and then uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is coming on as right. Doctor He'll Strange. She'll cameo. be in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. And and they've they've said that the movie is very not like. There's a couple scenes on Earth with Strange, but it, basically they they go. It's him. It's Thor and Loki, and they're looking for Odin, and it basically turns into this like intergalactic road trip <laughs> with uh, Hulk and some some parts from uh, Planet Hulk. I would just love to have at least one scene where it is Thor with a Hulk out Hulk like in a like car of some sort <laughs> sitting next to each other uh, if it's an uh, intergalactic road trip i want that mark ruffalo has also been saying that it's it's a much deeper hulk than we've seen it's okay. a lot it's a lot more of his characters i mean we haven't seen a hulk movie since the first hulk with which wasn't even mark ruffalo yeah it wasn't even mark ruffalo well before they developed the they this have, whole universe marvel has done for the most part pretty much tried to stay away from character development with the hulk outside of the avengers movies with his relationship with uh, black widow which is yeah weird. and so i mean it's a very like interesting dynamic to have for and hulk because they were like the great one of the greatest scenes of the whole entire first avengers movie and so i mean <laughs> it's going to be uh i think the most exciting for movie that yes. we're gonna get probably and I'm just, I'm fully excited because it has a fantastic cast. Incredible and cast. everyone on there just... And it, it looks fun. Like, even from the photos we've seen, it looks ridiculous and spacey. And, like, uh, the director who's on it, like, it looks... It, I've, I've heard that it's going to be a very, very funny movie. Hmm. Like, apparently it plays very much off of Chris Hemsworth, like his comedic ability, which we've, we've been seeing a lot more in some of his recent films, including Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the funniest part of that movie, oh, yeah. honestly. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's I going think it's, to it's, be I think great. it's going to maybe make up for like the mess that was Dark World because mm-hmm. uh, that was so bad and so just not entertaining. I, I'm like playing devil's advocate here. I think with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and then Thor 
Ragnarok being funny, I'm kind of like, I don't want so much. And like <laughs> Homecoming, Spider-Man, like the, a lot of that humor. And I was like, okay. I think I think that they're giving us a lot of funny mm-hmm. in order to build up to Infinity War. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. Infinity War is not going to be, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be more... like, it's going to be definitely sarcastic in the way that the Avengers films have always been, I think. But it's going to have to deal with the fact that um, we have Thanos probably had like gaining the full infinity gauntlet which means that he can literally kill anybody instantaneously he can change the universe mm-hmm. he can do anything mm-hmm. and that's that's dark like, and i yeah. feel like we're gonna have to acknowledge that there's going to be a lot of like growing up when we get to infinity war because like these movies started about 10 years ago yeah. now and so mm-hmm. like a mass audience has now grown up yes. with these movies yeah. as they're going along well, i mean and, like they're obviously these couple are funny but like civil war wasn't funny it mm-hmm. had like it had its quippy moments mm-hmm. but it was man that it was, was strangely like a great like political kind yeah. of and just, i and like, i wouldn't say this dr strange was super funny it was very it was a like I, I definitely wanted to find movies by like you know things, but like I'd say, I'd say Civil War was very deep, and then Doctor Strange was very pretty and very cinematic, mm-hmm. yeah. and then these ones look like they're going to be very just epic, but also like hitting on a funny bone, but like just epic fun movies. Spider Man's going to be I feel like a bit more homey and probably a bit more emotional, and then we'll you know we'll get into Infinity. We have also Black Panther, which I'm guessing mm-hmm. will be a much deeper story. Yeah. Uh, so we do have a couple deep ones, and okay. Infinity War is going to be just insane. Mm. Honestly, I'm I'm very much looking forward to mm-hmm. it. There's there's a lot on the hype train. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. But okay, cool. Well, thank you so much as always for listening. Uh, tweet us at CSU Collegian, and we will be back next week. No, in two weeks with more pop culture news. Spring break. <laughs>